Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great season. There's great cooking, great contestants, good personalities, uh, and obviously three new judges. Yeah, and, exactly. And a bit of mutual admiration for uh, each other's plums. I've got to add, Caroline. I don't know if you missed this. <laughs> How about this? Nice plums, Andy. You like those? Nice plums. Yeah, plump. Yeah, plump plums. <laughs> it's a good topic of conversation to have, I say. There's a bit of an Adelaide focus, isn't there, on MasterChef? You've got a restaurant in Adelaide and uh, Poe, obviously, and I think Sarah. What's going on in Adelaide with food? Um, it's a bit of a hot spot, to be honest. We've got a lot of great restaurants in, in Adelaide and obviously uh, there are great chefs and cooks sort of running that, but in, within the food industry itself, I mean, you know, I mean, let's start with the queen, the queen of food in Australia, that is Maggie Bear, mm-hmm. uh, also from Adelaide. Um, so, look, I think the wave of, uh, of, you know, call it food trend, call it sort of popularity, whatever, it really stems out of Adelaide because it is such a micro city. You've got wineries that are, you know, 15 minutes drive from the city. And so there's this huge sort of collaborative process between all these food and wine type people. And what comes out of that is brilliant restaurants with obviously brilliant cooks in them. Well, you know, before this sounds like an Adelaide tourism campaign, uh, I'm going to have to go you a little bit, though, Jock. I I, I just wanted to know, because we don't see this, obviously. We only see uh, what you put to the camera. How long does it take between finished meal and you guys actually tasting the food? Be honest. Um, Seconds, generally. So as soon as our cook finishes, we we whip around the benches and... And check everything out immediately. And then, in some challenges, I think I will use last night as an example the toasties. We ate them as soon as the camera stopped rolling, it would have been maybe seven minutes, I reckon. So, as you would have seen, the cheese was stringy and gooey, and you know, so obviously they were piping hot and, and delicious. Um, so, it, it kind of chops and changes. But the thing is that we made a, a, a thing as judges to do, which was to go around the benches immediately as the, as the time stopped. So that we would check everything um, sort of as soon as it finished. So we've got a good idea of what's going on, uh, you know, the texture of a, a sauce or an ice cream or, or whatever. We know exactly where it's at so at it's, the end it, of the cook. It's, it's literally seconds, even though there's a queue of food. Yeah, because it's not always, there isn't always a queue. Like as soon as the camera stopped rolling, we were able to go bang, 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 bang up, up you know, 20 benches pretty, oh, pretty quickly. Oh. Um, and, and we thought that was important, you know, for them as well as contestants. And Jock, I, have you been given the sort of the hard man role? Because I feel like you're the one that walks around and goes, <laughs> oh, you've decided to go that way, have you? Yeah, just take him out of the knees. <laughs> No, look, there's no. I hate to say I'm going to kill myself now, but we we don't have any roles. We're just told to be ourselves. And for me, I'm sort of inquisitive, and I want to know what they're doing. So and you're just I a bit mean by nature. Yeah, I, I want them to win. And so <laughs> if I come up to the bench and say, "Hey, you know, what are you doing?" They answer, and I go, "Are you sure?" Then they should take from that that there might be something wrong. In a way, you're trying to help them. It's you know? flat out passive aggressive. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, and um, we spoke last time that you were on about your incredible life story and the fact that you were, at, when you were a younger man, a heroin addict who has then absolutely turned your life around. Are you glad that you put that out there? And have you had people come back to you and say, you know, thanks for telling your story, or are you a bit like, oh, my God, I've gone down in history for this now? No, it kind of, look, it, it, it got out there um, probably, I don't know, 
12 years ago or something like that when I started doing some TV stuff. And, and yeah, I'm glad it's out there. And, and I, I do get a lot of letters from people, uh, parents who's, who's, who's sort of struggling with their, with their kids. They're going through that stage and, and want some advice or a viewpoint from someone that's been through it. And, look, you know, you can't hide your past. It's going to come out at some yeah. point. So it is what it is. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm on the the right path these yeah. days and, and um, I'm able to look back and reflect on, on a period like that and, and gain some kind of strength from it, you know? Yeah, look, it's it's a super important story, I think, Jock. I think it's really brave of you and smart to get it out there. But one more thing before you go, mate. If you can do Toasties, surely you can bring back chicken in a basket. When are you bringing that back to MasterChef? Oh, mate, stop it. You're not a fan of chicken in a basket, are you? Of course I am. It's the greatest mate, dish in the world. you and I need to have a chat. You and I need to have a chat. And you know what? It will be all fair because the language won't be pretty. Not Come on. Not bring back not chicken happening. in a basket. <laughs>